Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the astrologer Bill Atride radio show. My name is Bill Atride, and this is the 12th show of 2020. Um, and as I mentioned in the, uh, the advertisement or the, the posting for today, I thought it would be helpful, again, to look at uh, Pluto once again in Capricorn. I've been talking about Pluto and Capricorn forever now. Uh, it seems since the mid-2000s before it went into Capricorn and now has its marching through there from 2008 to 2024. Uh, and as I said, being this major influence or agent of timing and change for the planet as it um, deconstructs the institutional structures as we have come to understand and know them to meet our needs up to this point in time because a new order is coming. That's how it works. Um, but it also has many other meanings and messages for us in terms of what, the, what that planet Pluto signifies. And all the planets, there's different levels of meaning or information that can be obtained through a study of astrology from the most physical uh, realms and forms on it to the most spiritual, because astrology is part of the ancient teachings, the ancient wisdom. And so depending upon what level you're practicing it at and what is your intended mission or purpose with it, uh, it can inform and enlighten uh, many subject matters and many uh, considerations that one might want to uh, engage in. But what I thought I'd do today is talk about Pluto in regard to uh, the path of development and awakening and uh, one of its fundamental, uh, one of the parts of fundamental teaching in terms of our path in this lifetime. Um, and I'll do that for a little bit. And then again, as always, I will open up the airways here for all of you waiting to talk to me. And uh, if you want to speak with me, certainly when I pick you up, um, uh, select you, just give me your first name so I know who I'm speaking with. And if you have a question for the, about the show or about any other topic in astrology, I'm happy to answer any question if I can. Uh, I love talking shop. Um, but, but if also if you have a, a question about your own chart, um, certainly just give me um, uh, your birth date and place, certainly. And if you have time, all the better. I can be more specific. And then you can ask a question about yourself or perhaps someone else in your life, if that's what you're calling about. Um, and, of course, if you want to reach out to me and suggest topics or just uh, 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 look for advice and things to read or, or top or ways to study astrology, uh, certainly just contact me with my email address. It's billattride at gmail.com. That's B-I-L-L-A-T-T-R-I-D-E at gmail.com. Or you can certainly look for me on various platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, the, the various blogs, TypePad and WordPress to find other contact information if you want to give me a call. Uh, and I do answer my phone, though it often goes to voicemail, but I do get back to you fairly quickly. But email is the best way to reach me. Certainly, I'm always checking that. Um, and if you want to get a personal reading, certainly that's what I do. I've done for almost 40 years now, and uh, we could set that up if you wish. Okay. Um, so I thought today I would uh, return to this topic um, <laughs> that I keep returning to of, of the planet Pluto being in Capricorn and talk a little bit about how we understand um, the constitution of the universe and our, our point or path in that. So, so here's what I had some thoughts here today I'd like to share with you. Um, I'll begin with a, a sort of a premise, uh, as it were, that is, comes from many teachings from, from all traditions, you might say, and that the universe is seen as hierarchical. 
and beginning with the one, which encompasses the entirety of creation as it constitutes the essential ultimate that makes one and all, the formation of the universe is arranged into a series of spirit forms from the most sublime to the most mundane and material. In each form, that same hierarchy of spirit forms exists. In each realm and each part of it, the same hierarchical arrangement from the highest to the lowest exists. And so what is above, so it is below. Um, even to the very atoms and molecules forming you has this hierarchy, as does the whole of you as a hierarchy. And that same hierarchy of energy forms are to be found all around you too, in everything. It is everything and everyone. Well, since the whole universe is formed by these same spirit forms, whether you look out there to the stars for truth or look deep within yourself, you will find the same meanings, messages, and patterns shining through. The truth is out there, but it most certainly is within you too. And that is why we say all things shine with the light of the one. That is also why once you have reached the crossing point of the divine light, that is, once you have became self-aware, your journey quickened. This gift of the gods, that Promethean fire, was embodied as an injunction, as, and it is at the core of all the teachings of the mystery schools found in the greater and lesser mysteries, in the esoteric teachings that connect all religions, cultures, and peoples, and that one injunction held above all others is know thyself. This is the heart of the teaching. This is the key, for it points the way to your self-fulfillment, your self-mastery, and illumination. It is the joyful truth that your destiny is in your hands. The main vehicle or tool you have for the great work, as it's called, is your mind. Because you are self-aware, because you now know, and you know that you know, you are self-consciously on the path of awakening. There is no excuse. You can see and understand the fundamental law of your world. You experience cause and effect self-consciously each and every moment and from life to life. You understand that least you should, <laughs> that what you make, that what you give, this is equally what you will get. The universe is governed by immutable laws. Spiritual justice is true and perfect. If you want a better life, if you want a better you, then you must live it. This is true for one and for all. The great teaching holds as above, so below. What that means is that within you are the same essential elements found in the highest parts of creation. And of these, the three highest are represented in astrology by the three outermost planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Uranus is the avatar, I like to say, for the energy form you know as higher mind. Neptune is the energy form you know as unconditional love. And Pluto is the energy form you know as divine will. They are in their highest, the mind, love, and will of the one or God 
or whatever you may wish to call that. In you, these very same energy forms are your own higher mind, unconditional love, and your very own will. These three are integral to one another. They have, they only work together. And as you become ever more aligned to the spiritual hierarchy out there, your own spiritual hierarchy within you will become illumined and aligned as well. Your mind will be modulated and shaped by unconditional love. And your love for one another will find form and be expressed by your conduct as a loving being who is governed and centered by your own will. And so, guided by divine will, you will truly understand the great teaching and prayer as you now stand in the light of the eternal now, that you are a co-creator and with the creator. And so, say we all, let thy will be done. This is the path to a truly purposeful life. It is a life of light and love guided by divine purpose. Truly, in the most developed beings that we know, that some call the devas or shining ones, or others call them angels, these faculties have been refined and balanced with one another with a degree of perfection that we humans are seeking to reach but have yet to attain, to reach those undying lands beyond these human forms. The critical and essential faculty for this journey of awakening, for lifting oneself and one another to the next spiritual realm of becoming, is the will, or Pluto. For if you are to rise to a greater level, you must master yourself, and you must walk the path of righteousness, you must walk the narrow but royal road, for that is the middle way of self-realization. And to do this, you must master yourself by your will and exercise and reveal your guiding divinity by your own very own self-control. And with regards to your journey in self-mastery, the most important faculty you must bring under your will, the most important gift you must master is your mind. This is what you must keep your attention upon. For as your will flows through your unconditional love, you will see the truth and find your mind at peace. And by right thinking, you'll be guided to right action, and you will become the truth that you are made of. Certainly, it is not easy now, in this time of a great crisis. But even more, it is of a necessity to hold your mind steady and calm in the face of so much fear and pain and death. This is what a crisis brings. It shatters the world that was. It breaks the assumptions and the certainties and reveals that what had been expected and accepted as the way the world is, that it's just the way it is. Much of that worldly paradigm has now become exposed as untenable and false. This world is at a turning, as many of the powerful now are found to be empty of their purpose and their promises, and the weak and the ignored are lifted up with great praise and encompassing gratitude. 
This is a moment that you and the world will not forget. When the values and the meanings of what is the good of what is life for are forever changed once again. Because this is not the first turning, but it is your turning. And age is ending. And age is beginning. Each of us can be or make a difference. Where to begin? What can you do? The only control you possess, at least to start with, is over yourself. The very next moment in each and every day is precious. And what will you make of it? What will you do? Your actions or inactions, your words and their intonation, your bearing or demeanor, your intentions and motivations are powerful. Whatever or whomever you are now encountering, remember you have a choice. Do not be a reactor push and pull by the energies and actions of events and by others. Be true to yourself. Listen to your higher self and let your will be guided by the one. Yes, it does take more effort at first to move through this world as an actor and not a reactor, but over time it becomes effortless as the energy forms of love and compassion dissipate the fear-filled fogs of illusion and you feel more at peace within as well. You probably will stumble and fail many days. Even the Dalai Lama has a bad moment or two, I would imagine. But over many days and months, you will lift yourself and one another to a better way and a better place. Your goal is what seems most elusive to you at this time, to be at peace, to have peace of mind. The way to control, to take control of what you can, the way is to take control of what you can, that is yourself. Choose to listen carefully choose to respond caringly and always act in alignment with the love and will of the one. This is what is called the way and it has always been the way. Once you are aligned within, you will also be able to reach out and join with other mindful, loving and centered souls with friends and with neighbors, with colleagues and loved ones, we are already beginning to remake the world we live in for, and with one another on this beautiful corner of the universe, this home we call our Earth. On Thursday morning here in New York, but around the world on that day, Many will celebrate a great soul who walked the path we all walk. He is known by what he is, the Buddha. This day 
this Thursday is called the Buddha Full Moon. And it is celebrated to honor someone who chose the path of light and love and divine purpose. So what we all need to do, perhaps every day, and certainly on this great day we celebrate on Thursday, we say the great invocation, which we can hold in our hearts to guide our steps every day. And the invocation goes as this. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into our minds. Let light descend on earth. Of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into our hearts. May love increase on earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide our wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call humanity, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Okay, well, I just, I'm, I'm always every week I'm thinking, what am I going to talk about with all of you? And uh, sometimes I, I go back and forth. I can't figure it out. What am I supposed to talk about? There's so many things to talk about. <laughs> That's usually my problem. Uh, but also I, 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 I want to try to find something that to me seems relevant and, and resonates and is helpful uh, at, in all times, but especially in a time such as this. Um, so what I'm going to do now is, again, turn to you all who've been holding on here patiently. Uh, and uh, once again, I keep saying this, <laughs> and I keep reporting the, the error, the bug. I'm doing these bug reports with uh, Blog Talk Radio. None of you are here li lined up with any times of how long you've been waiting. I assume it's in order, so I've done that, generally gone in order down the list here. But again, I apologize once again if someone has been holding on a long time and I don't get to you, uh, and I will keep trying to fix this problem, which I need the company to fix. Okay, so with that in mind, let me call on the first caller. Okay, and so you're on with Bill, and um, Hi, your area code is, hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Janet. Thank you for sharing that insight. Um, it was it was very good. Thank you. Well, thank you, Janet. Um, have you called before? No, this is the first time I've called in. Okay, wonderful. Um, are you calling about uh, someone or yourself or a general question? What's what are you look looking uh, for? Well, I've I've kind of got both. <laughs> Um, um, I want to, if you could possibly do an astrology reading for me, but my question after you do that is I want to know if there's anything in what you receive that could possibly determine how intuitive I am. And the reason I ask that is because I have lost someone very, very dear to me several months ago, and I feel them communicating with me. And um, 
I was just wondering if any it was any indication in you know my astrology to um, indicate that because I feel like I have had a past life with them with what I'm receiving. Okay, okay. Um, what's what's your birth date? Seven twenty five, nineteen sixty three. My mm-hmm. birthplace is Avery. My time of birth is one thirty a.m. One thirty. Hold on one second. Um, and now Avery is in what what uh, state? I'm sorry. It's in North Carolina. Okay, North Carolina. Thank you. All right. And and you said um, I've got an Avery Creek. Is that the Avery you're talking about um, in North Carolina? No, this is a county. It's a county. Is what it is. It's oh, a county. Oh wait, what's the what's the town you were born in though? Um, Banner Elk. Say again. Banner, B-A-N-N-E-R, Elk, uh-huh. E-L-K. Okay, and there I got it. Okay, and you said 1.30 a.m., right? I'm just, I've just got to go back That's to that right. now. Okay, 1.30 a.m., thank you. All right, so I'm just getting your chart done. And did you want to look at that other person in relationship to yourself or just look at your own chart today? Well, they have passed, um, so right. I don't know if you do that if someone has passed. I'm not familiar with that. So. Well, just just if you had, um, I, I, what we can often see in astrology charts when we compare two people's charts is we can see the connection between their charts, and often it can indicate okay. whether there's that very strong connection, which often we assume, we can't say for sure, but we all assume that it means there's a deep and abiding past life connection, I maybe understand. of a very long okay. ending nature. Okay. okay. So Their what's birth the date is mm-hmm. six June twenty eighth, nineteen fifty four. And their uh-huh. um place of birth is Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm not sure about their time of birth. I do not have that. Sure. That's okay. So when we don't have a time of birth, we just use noon because then we're getting something. But then we still can see where all the planets are and see how they connect to your own. So I'm just going to bring that person up here too. I'm going to look at your two charts side by side. <laughs> and, there's a, and, then, mm-hmm. and then I, and then we overlay them with each other and see the connection. And of course, right away, what I'm expecting to find usually when there's a very strong, powerful connection between two souls is that we'll have mm-hmm. a strong Saturn connection and the most typical Saturn connection that, links soul to soul and indicates that when you meet one another, the experience is that old French phrase, deja vu. Uh, you look in their eyes and you see what looking back at you is something, something very familiar. It's an old relationship right. you had with this person. Yes, that, that is there right away. But let me look at your okay. chart first for you also. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to interrupt you, but I was I didn't know exactly what time I was born. So I pulled out my birth certificate, and something that was so crazy to me was the day my birth certificate was filed was the day this person passed. Oh, not the same year, of course, but the date, okay. yeah. the month and yeah. the date this person passed. Wow. And I thought that was very odd. <laughs> well, yeah, wait, when we start looking for signs and signals that begin popping up everywhere as if the universe is saying, pay attention to this, pay attention to this. But, yeah, but, uh, that's, we, that's, we probably, what, probably, that's what I'm kind of awakening to now. And I'm like, oh, it's just I'm searching and I'm 
receiving things and it's just crazy. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it can be crazy or comforting because when we realize everything is connected to everything else, then we would we'll find all these intermixings and overlappings and, and saying that we are all together here, down here. Uh, it's not yeah. an accident. And we come in, we're born not individually, but in waves of souls coming in who've been together before for the very reason that we owe things to one another and we need to continue to work on things with one another because that's where the energy is. In your own chart, um, you know you're a Leo um, and you've got your moon in Virgo, uh, just so you know. And But looking at the intuitional nature um, what's so striking about your chart is that your Mercury, which if you're born around 1.30 a.m., you've got Gemini rising, so Mercury rules your chart, um, and it's in your own sign of Leo, but your Mercury exactly aligns with that, that second of the three planets, the outer planets, Neptune, the planet of illumination and intuition and clairvoyance. With your Mercury aligned to Neptune, you've always been seeing and hearing things, <laughs> okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. And your mind, your mind is unusual, as other people would term it, but really it, what it is is you have the capacity, as they call it, for second sight or for being highly intuitive. It's wonderful for creativity as well. It's a very strong and good for the imagination, and therefore that feeds the creative spirit. But it also makes a mind that is, more open and, and, and that way more subtle to influences that you're picking up in the world around you. So, yes, you, you have that, uh, that quality or faculty working for you um, throughout well, your Well, you know, some, sometimes when you start experiencing things, you kind of quote your human mind questions, you know, uh, because if it's something that is not what you've been taught all your life you know you kind of question it and so it's like I'm on a journey trying to find answers to it and this is what I'm being led to you know right and again it's I'd rather have a person be have a be a critical mind and question and prove and verify things that's far better than just believing any old whatever of course so our mind is there to say not this not that not this not that but eventually get burrowed down to this is real this is true (laughs) but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know it is. I know it is. You know, I mean, it's right. no doubt in my mind. I know it is. So. But thank you, you so much, these, Bill. I appreciate it so very much. You're very, very welcome. So you, you're quite right to think that you have that intuitive ability and you had that, have that very strong connection with your friend who has left us. Okay. Thank you okay. so much, Bill. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Okay. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Well, that was wonderful. Thank you. Um, and let's move on to the next person in the list here. Hi, you're on with Bill. Who's this? Hi, uh, you're area code 951. Hello, who's this? Hi, Bill. It's Nathaniel calling in. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Pretty good. Okay. What What's going on today? <laughs> well... Um, I had my birthday a couple days ago, so I'm feeling a lot better, it seems like. Oh, good. Well, it's it's kind of strange. Some For many people, um, as you approach your birthday, you're sort of in the last month of, a, of your birthday year. And it can be a time of it's more difficult and energy levels are kind of weird. And certainly then the sun returns to the position held at your birth. And all of a sudden you're going, 
oh, I feel so much better. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's just, it's just the way it is. It's just that it, it works that way. Um, and so many of us can have a sort of be a little more vulnerable right before a birthday, but then get this shot in the arm, if you will, of energy and, and for, life force right on our birthday and thereafter. So it's good to see that's, that's working for you there. Um, so you had a good birthday then? Well, I actually was uh, in a company car and I got a flat, so I had to pull over in about a second. So I was on oh, no. the side of the road for a few minutes and uh, it was really kind of dangerous. And, uh, you know, so I'm telling them that I don't want to do the company car so much anymore. They don't really, they neglect, you know, take care of their vehicles and stuff. You know, oh, gosh. Tires and stuff. They said, well, they said no, that no, they, that they all got these tires. Well, that doesn't sound like a very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you know, um, it seems like they want to get the most, you know, so they bought uh, uh, three uh, company vehicles. They got all new tires, and they wanted me to go back to, you know, work on the car, but I said I kind of wanted somewhere else, so I I got something a lot better today that's a lot closer to home. I said, yeah, just keep it kind of close to home. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's more than reasonable. That's just, you know, common sense and, and practical, um, you know, and uh, it's kind of hard to imagine a company is cutting corners that closely to put its risk. Uh, but, you know, um, that that's it just, it's just, it's just unfortunate to to realize that people can act that way. And hopefully we can try to change those kind of things in the, in the world we're building here. <laughs> but, but um, anything else that you wanted to talk about today for yourself? What's going on? Well, um, I guess I heard, I guess, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, my, uh, what is it? My Venus or something's going into Libra or something. And I heard something else on the 11th or well, let me see what's going on here. So you say your um, your Venus is going into Libra. Now, that doesn't sound right. You're a Taurus. Your Venus is in Taurus. I, 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 think, I'm, I yeah. think I'm I messed up. What's been in Virgo for a couple of years, and it's going oh, on. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, you're referring to your progressed moon. Uh, is it oh. has been in Virgo for the last couple of years, and and therefore that's more time of healing and attunement and adjustment and in getting oneself ready. One doesn't maybe know that, but that's what one is doing. And on or about May the 10th, that's the date it would shift. Your moon will go into uh, the sign of Libra for the next couple of years, um, and that takes the emphasis away from working on myself, though we always are doing it, and puts it more on that external realm of my relations with others, my, my most important relationships to uh, loved ones and family and friends, and of course to even to strangers. I mean, as I move into the space of relationship, it's important that I carry that out well. And again, the only thing I can, as I said earlier, the only thing I can control is myself. So I have to have this work on this better relationship now to myself will be the focus for the next two years. And by having that better relationship to self, I'll flow that out into all my relationships, asking for what I truly need and offering what I truly should to these others to build or restore or create new relationships, to build back a better relationship, to refine an old relationship. Um, and most will respond and become better for that. Um, that's going to be the focus. And again, it's, 
that is a pretty important shift of energy for someone such as yourself for the very reason that this is the area of your life you are going to face your tests in because you have your Saturn, which is the teacher and tester of a chart, in the house of relationship, in the seventh house. So um, which, when you have it there, it means that, gee, I see my, a lot of my challenges in life are out there with other people, <laughs> uh, which is true because that's where we meet a lot of challenges, of course. And, of course, again, the, the, the challenge there was for me to take hold of that and understand the nature of relationship and what we how our take on that half of the relationship that we can, what I make, how I form myself, creates my reality of relationship, and therefore I can make them better or worse depending upon how I work that. So um, this just says with the moon going in there now, the progress moon, you'll be even more able to make adjustments and improve your relationships uh, for the next couple of years. That's going to be the focus. Hmm. Okay, well, that sounds really good. Yeah, no, it, it is really good. And it also, during this period, and this has been going on for a year now, and you've got another several years to go, that moon is also moving through your fifth house, um, and that's the house of self-expression and creativity and and the house of our forms of leadership in our life and how we lead others or set examples for others, as well as the house of love. But it's fundamentally the house of being the creator um, and experiencing, you know, stretching oneself in whatever ways one might seek to be creative or show leadership or love in one's life, all being sort of the same thing. Um, so I would certainly encourage you um, always, <laughs> but certainly at a time like this, to, to, not, to spend more time devoted to some kind of creative functions or activities because it will do the, your soul a world of good to do that. Okay. Should that be okay. music? Or... Okay, well, thank you. What, whatever, whatever you find creative, yeah. I mean, and, and, and just say, let me see if I can do this. I haven't tried this creative technique or this even creative form of activity maybe i can do that maybe i maybe i've got a good voice or maybe i can pluck the fiddle or maybe i can uh paint with a different kind of um material or on a material or whatever it may be um and again taurus is one of the most creative signs in the zodiac for sure um and needs to find outlets for that creative spirit to truly be happy so this would be a wonderful time to be stretching yourself there. Okay, well, thanks so much, Bill. Have a good week. Okay, you too. Be well. Okay. Thanks for calling. Thank All right. Bye-bye. Okay, let's see. We got somebody else here. Um, okay, you're on with Bill. Who's calling? It's uh, Eric Hutz. Hello? Can you hear me? 631. Hello, hello. Hello, it's Bill. Hello, Hi. it's Suzanne. Suzanne. Do I know you, Suzanne? <laughs> uh, no, you don't. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, are you calling to look at your chart or someone else's chart today? My chart. Okay, sure. Let me um, put in the name Suzanne, so at least I have something there. And what's your birth date, Suzanne? 
October 5th. October 5, you said? Yes. The year? 60. 60, okay. And do you know what time you're born? I think 7.15 a.m. Okay, that sounds pretty much a real time as opposed to, you know, whatever. Or 7.25 around there. Okay. Okay, well, let's, let's, I'll, I'll go with 7.15. It's what you gave me f- at first year, so let's go with that for now. We'll see if it makes a difference. And um, where were you born? What city and state were you born in? Huntington, New York. Huntington. You, you do know I was, I was raised in Cold Spring Harbor. No, I <laughs> Maybe didn't. Maybe you don't know. Well, now you do. <laughs> now everybody does. No, I, that's where I grew up, so, uh, and my brother's still out there, for, for that matter. Um, um, I so, haven't been there so in a while. I left in like 1996. Yeah, yeah. I, I only go out to visit him. I, I'm a New York City person myself, so that's where I am uh, for many, many years. But anyways, let's look at your chart, um, because we do have to do the chart for where you're born, because it's all about time and place that you come into the earth, but wherever you go, that's on you. Um, and as you, if you've had your chart done before, I'm sure one of the things any astrologer would have first remarked to you is that you're born at the full moon. <laughs> you're born with your sun in Libra and your moon in the line of Aries. Okay. And if you're born at 715 or 725 um, or things around that time, you're not just a Libra, you're a double Libra, sun in Libra and Libra rising also. Um, but being born at the full moon, we're having that full moon coming here this Wednesday, Thursday. Um, full moons are representative in a chart of someone who's born with a great deal of awareness of one way of being and another way of being, sort of two energy forms. And initially for many people, when they feel this about themselves and experience this in, in the world, they go, well, gee, these things are opposite. How can, how can I do this? How can I be both? So often they may feel they must choose one and modulate or sacrifice the other. When in fact, the real path is the path of integration. I need to be the best of both these energies. Um, and usually what happens with this is that the soul to get this started in their life they're born into a family and they look at mother and they look at father and they say, boy, are men and women different? <laughs> and boy, aren't these two people different? Because they're both throwing this different energy into you, as it were. Um, and your, your lesson in life, one of your lessons in life was to find the best in both and make that what you are, but let go of the rest. Um, that you should, you might think I should listen to my father or listen to my mother, but your chart says don't listen to either one of them. Find your way was the message. I mean, of course, you listen to your parents. They've got a lot of good advice and a lot of good support, but still on a very basic level, you're someone who's trying to find a way to weave together this Libra sensibility of a great understanding about relationships and partnerships and being other interested, trying to make relationship work, yet equally counterposed to that is that moon and Aries, but I have to be my own person too. I can't lose myself in the other. And that's tension between selflessness and self-assertion is something that you've been, has guided your whole life. 
basically. Okay. All right. Do you have any good news? Do I have any what? Do you have any good news? Anything coming up good? Okay. Well, let's see what's going on. Let's see where the planets are whirling around your chart. So, um, and again, it, it could vary a little bit with the time of birth here. So I don't want to be, uh, I, if you could, you know, call me back at some other point with the exact time of birth, just to be safe because things do matter in timing in the timing of a chart, things matter more to get the exact time. But what I can be fairly certain about right now, um, and let me just let all the, the computer do all the analysis in terms of where the planets are in relationship to your chart. Um, and go down and up and down the list here. Um, again, this is a very unusual year for you where you're facing some shocks and surprises in your life in terms of value, in terms of your own value and self-worth and the value you have with others. That's because Uranus is going over your ruler, the planet Venus, which can lead to exciting things in terms of love or relationships in one's life. If you're in a relationship, it's time to throw open the doors and windows and let some fresh air in, doing new things with one's loved ones. No, if I'm one's looking not for in a love life. <laughs> if you're looking for a love life, this is the year where it comes to you in ways that you what might not expect. It would be unusual in its form or its form of coming to you, and you need to be open to that. Um, but it's a year that it's about getting to know the person, being free with that, not trying to fix it yet. This is an energy that says it's about friendship, companionship, and delighting and discovering one another without a major commitment that is more confining and limiting. So it's like enjoy the excitement for the year and then see where it goes after that, as opposed to like, oh, I found you. Let me hold you. If I try to hold this, it would break free of me, kind of an energy. So it's holding by not holding. <laughs> it's 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 enjoying the delightful new experience I'm having here. And that sometimes makes us feel, well, I don't want to lose this. But if I, get, if I get caught up with that fear, that's exactly why it gets driven away. So I need to not let that happen by being open and delighting in these new experiences of value that are happening in my life. So, yes, I think that's very, very possible. Um, and also right now, um, you came through a difficult several years emotionally from what I can see in your chart, given your progressman was in that eighth house of unions and separations and what we call it, the house of death and rebirth. No one forgets that time. And by now, and it may have happened months ago, but it's certainly happening by now, your progressman is out of that house. And now you're in a place where you're trying to understand what did I just go through? What was that all about? you're finding your words now to help explain to you what you encountered over the last few years. Okay. Um, but while you were going through those experiences, you were in a place beyond words. You were, you know, shocked, unstunned by what you might've had to witness or go through. Um, and so the soul needs time to recover and find meaningfulness again. And that's what you're, you're now in a place that you can do that. Okay. 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 How about a job, a new job? Um, let's see. Venus rules your rising sign. The moon rules your 10th house of the career. Um, let's just see if there's anything else in terms of Saturn is 
marching through the fourth house, but not, from what I can see, not making any significant alignments. Um, I mean, nothing jumps off the page for me in terms of a change. Well, I mean, I had a new job come in September as a teacher aide. And then I work till March, and then the school's officially closing, and then I just have to work in a bakery right now, but I just want something totally different in September. Right, September. Well, your your progressed moon, which is an inner measure of time, will make a big change, but that's not to the beginning of 2021. Until then, while your moon's in Gemini, it's more of an adaptable time where I'm trying this and trying that. I'm juggling. I'm a juggler. And I have to juggle various things because there isn't that kind of consistency. There isn't that kind of security. That well, I, I mean, I have my job like. back in September if I wanted. I just was trying to find the same type of job or something a little different closer to home. Okay. Well, I, I see things changing in the beginning of 2021. I see until the beginning of 2021, you're in a more juggling mode of trying to figure things out and be adaptable because there isn't consistency. There isn't that yet. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Okay, Suzanne. Be well. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, here's someone else. Hi. You're on with Bill. Who's this? Hello. Uh, five six. Yes. Hi. Five six one. <laughs> this, this is Bill. Yes. Hi, Bill. It's Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Yes, hi. Um I guess how are you? Hope everything is okay with you. Um you know, it's like with the t- time um you know, I'm just worried um financially. I cuz you know, um um somebody I worked with um found me another opportunity that we worked at the same place but the accounting thing was off um was on hold because nobody wants their taxes done during this time. So, um, so we're both doing a commission job, which I did a lot of sales, you know, they were, you know, they said I went above and beyond, you know, on the phone and, you know, for medical equipment and supplies. So I've been doing that and, uh, but it's only commission. So I just want to know really when the, um, financial part will kick in like I'll be getting a check for that like when you see that coming okay so not, yeah okay I mean to mean you you're just you wanted to know if there's a way of knowing when do I start receiving the monies that are owed to me from the work I've already done is that what you're asking then exactly yeah exactly when I'll see my hard work paying off, yeah, when I'll be seeing the results because they had to go Friday and close on it. Like I'm the opener of it, got the leads, and they closed on it. They said I'm going to be making commissions, but I want to see it because I have bills. It's like the beginning of, you know, the month I have to pay, you know. We right, don't have to. Right. You understand there's a leeway of whatever, but, right. you know. Exactly. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, looking at, um, I don't, I don't, I'm looking at where all the planets are moving right now. There's no great indicator to me about any immediate change taking place here in your chart that would shine a light on something like that. I mean, if it's, 
because most of the planets, they are where they are. They're not going to be changing any, to any great degree their position right now in the near term. Um, so I couldn't, I can't imagine what I'd be looking at to sort of determine that in your, in your case. I mean, the only good news, it's, and it is good news, is Venus, um, mm-hmm. which rules your 10th house of career, has moved into the 7th house really yesterday. And now seeing, that would mean to me that something is bound to be happening here probably this coming week that affects your career and your path. It doesn't directly connect as such to your financial uh, remuneration, but it's something at least. But other than that, nothing, nothing is jumping off the, you know, jumping for me in terms of oh, this is an obviously significant alignment that indicates some, you know, monies or or energy coming your way. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. But it looks. Well, yeah, yeah. Venus. I mean, yeah. I don't, I mean, you're in a period that you should know. I mean, we've probably spoken about this. I know you've called before that Saturn's in your second house. It's, and that's always going to be a time when you have to be really careful and smart and adaptable in your financial affairs. And you're paying the price of what you could have done better before, but you're also building in better practices for the current picture and the future of your life equally. So it's a time of you know, healing and building back one's resourcefulness and, and resilience. The good news there, though, helping you at this time is Jupiter's joined that Saturn in your second house for the time being. That is, that is the greater benefic. So it says your sense of value, your sense of self-worth, and the flow of resources in your life should be growing now, not shrinking. But yeah. it's a very significant factor. But I would imagine means don't worry, you're going to get paid. And if you have to put off your creditors or your rent for a week or so, uh, depending upon what state you're in, there are a lot of people mm-hmm. getting that gift of, you know, having to pay, you know, pay later because everybody's in the same boat. So hopefully you can I make know. use of them. Yeah. I know. Okay. And the, okay. We'll talk, oh, we'll talk thanks, next Bill. Time. Sure. Yeah, thank okay. you so much. I still want to listen. Okay, sure. Okay. I'll just put you on mute. That's fine. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Yep. Okay. And trying to get to everybody here. And okay. You're on with Bill. Who's this? Hello. You're on with Bill. Three, four, seven. Hello. I can hear something in the background. Uh, hello. You're on with Bill. <laughs> You're on with Bill. Well, I'll put you on hold three, four, seven. I'll try to come back to you. Okay. Um, let me do that. And I'll go to the next person. And here we go. Okay. Hello, you're on with Bill. 305. What is what a surprise? Oh, hi. 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 This is Diana. What a surprise. I did not uh, push one, but I'm glad that you got to me. Oh, good. Sure. Uh, thank you for you. Thank you for what you said in the beginning. Um, I have a specific question, Bill. Um, I was told about a month and a half ago that my Uranus had been in my, I think, sixth house, either sixth or fifth, and that is kind of oppressive, and it was soon going to be moving on to the next house, I think the sixth. Well, you were born with the planet Uranus to begin with in your 11th house, 
Um, and it has been for the last many years, several years now, maybe almost seven years, it's been moving through your eighth house of your chart. Right. Where it, where it still is. And it will not be coming out of that house um, for another year. Uh, let me go, let me go, let me jump ahead. Um, yes. Um, so I would say, let me just make sure it doesn't sneak in there. No, it doesn't. So this year it's not out. It doesn't leave your eighth house until it gets to, until we get to June 20, end of May, June, 2021. So given the chart we're using for you to 10, 10, to 10 AM mm-hmm. in Buenos Aires, um, you still have Uranus moving through that eighth house. Um, and nothing is bad or good per se. It, it just is how we use the energy. And Uranus says that wherever it's moving is a time where we're going to face a shakeup in that arena, not to harm us, but to reform whatever that house, in this case, rules. The, the eighth house rules are unions of how we join with others, give support to them, or get support from them in any common endeavor, whether we're living with somebody, working with or for somebody, or working as a team. Unions are how anything happens in the world. We humans alone, we're pitiful, but you join us together and we're amazing. But when Uranus is in this house, it means I'm going to go through a period where I'm going to face more disruptions in terms of my experiences of joining with others or others joining with me, not to hurt me, but to help break up old patterns so I can be helped to form new and better patterns is how I would look at that. Um, and so I have to be open to making changes in how I, how I approach union, how I offer myself and what the terms are in terms of what am I willing to give up to get your support? Um, what am I willing to, what must I ask for um, to make it work? Um, and, and realize it's going to be changing. Um, so it, it is still there for another year. You're not done with it as far as this is concerned. Okay? One more quick question. You mentioned mm-hmm. to the second or third caller that mm-hmm. her Mercury was lined up with something. I know my Mercury right. or my Moon is on the, te- on the 10th house of career. It's in Gemini. Uh, what is my Mercury lined up with? Sure. Um, you have your Mercury is in the sign of Scorpio in your second house of your chart. Um, and I would say that it makes altogether beautiful alignments in your chart. It, it sextiles your Venus, which is very good for talking about beauty, talking about art, and being very good at social sensibilities as well. Your Mercury lines up very well with your Mars, which gives you a capacity to be enthusiastic and eager about things that you're doing and learning and gives a, a capacity for being clever or intelligent. But most importantly, your Mercury lines up with a trine that's a 120-degree aspect with Uranus, which means you're a very creative thinker, a person who thinks outside the box, not a conventional thinker, more uh, an intelligent person who, who finds a way for unique solutions. You're not stuck thinking one thing or another. You're always moving your consciousness around to find a better way or a different way of looking at things. And so 
one of your shining features then would be, I'm an intelligent person. I'm a person who doesn't look at things and get stuck because it doesn't see a way through. I constantly keep moving my mind around to see things in a more all-encompassing way. And therefore, you're less likely than other people would be to get what I call be blindsided because you didn't see it coming. You're already seeing many things. Um, and that's and able to find original solutions, and that's why the defining feature is that you're very intelligent. Thank you for that, and thank you for everything, and thank your wife. She is okay. such a patient person, but she gets she gets to talk to you all the time. So, <laughs> no, you know, no, no, no. <laughs> Grace is with her. I we hope one day I can do a chart. I really do. Okay. I still don't see yeah. that day coming, but thanks for taking well, my calls and, you know, answering no my questions. No, God bless you. Wonderful talk. Okay, Diana. Bless you. Okay. All right. And I still have time, I think. Let's... Um, Let's try this person. I'm, I don't know if I called upon this person before. Hello? Hello? Hi, it's Nathaniel. So thanks for saying Why hello. Why calling you? Okay, let me, I'm sorry. That I, yeah. You're still on the line there. Let me try to go back to that person who I called upon, but they, they weren't there, and I'm hoping to catch them if I can. So I'll talk to you next okay. time, Nathaniel. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Thank you. Okay. And there they are on the list, the 347. Hi. You're on with Bill. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thank you so much for coming back to me. How are you, Bill? This is Tanika. Who's this? Uh, Tanika, hi. Tanika, hi. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm doing okay. I wanted to ask you um, if you see coming up for me um, any moves, any kind, even out of state, or if you see me staying at the current job I'm at or not, um, if you see anything about relationship in there, too, that's fine if it pops up, but... I am just ready, so ready to go, and I don't know where if I am at the right job or not. Just wondering, because okay. I'm dying for my own space, but I don't want to. I'm afraid of like going out and trying and not being able to survive and like ending up on the street. Well, well no, oh. that's not a good plan. No, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's a very confusing time, both in relationship matters and home matters for you now for the very reason that that planet Neptune entered your seventh house and therefore became up opposite to your moon, uh, which again is there in your first house rising. Um, and so the moon rules the home and family. And when Neptune's on it, it means that I'm in a sort of a weird space. And, it, and usually when you're in that space, you don't want to change because you want to keep something consistent because it, internally you're going through such changes it's nice to have some external references, even if they're not the best of circumstances that you can at least hold on to as you redream what your home would be like or wished it to become. But maybe this is not the year to make it happen, is what I would say. And equally, this is the year with Neptune in your, uh, given on your moon in terms of relationships, and it's in your seventh house, for goodness sake, that things are not what they seem in relationship. But that doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's hard to know what's really going on. And I need to just not get ahead of myself in terms of wishing or imagining what something is. Let it show itself to me uh, is what I want to do and not, not, uh, uh, not project, not, not fear it or desire it over much would be the thing to be careful about right now. Okay? 
Yeah, I mean, I, it's like I'm I'm jumping out of my skin. I'm just so tired of living in this small cluttered space. Like I really would like to be out on my own. And yeah, my job. It's, it's just going to be going to just be difficult when you're in this thing. You have to find other other ways of alleviating that difficulty in terms of whatever spiritual places you can visit or go to or artistic places you can make use of or find your own ways of being creative. That's what the Neptune energy is for. But in terms of clarity and assuredness and a linear approach to taking steps forward, Neptune sort of doesn't, uh, doesn't, doesn't prevent it, but it certainly isn't an easy time to make one's way in the world in a linear I'm going from here to there kind of a way. It just means you've got to be patient um, and, and, and bide your time for a little longer here, okay? All right, so you don't see me moving or changing jobs anytime soon? Like this job is good for me? Um, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying a job is or is not good for you. It's just that this is, this, you're, we're asking about relationships and moving, and that's saying it's a confusing thing. In terms of career, um, I don't see a big change coming this year, though I see advantages coming in the following year when Jupiter enters your sixth house of work, probably followed by Saturn the next year, but Jupiter gets in there first. That's definitely when working conditions are improving for you and you're in a better, either they improve where you are or you move to a better place for it. Those things are much more possible in 2021. Okay? Okay. Okay. Well, it's great talking to you, and uh, I'll hope to speak to you soon again and to many others. But i got to end the show today because it's already past due. <laughs> so, anyways, be, be well. Have a wonderful week. Take care. Stay safe and healthy. Uh, and that goes for everyone, of course. And I'll talk to you all later. Okay? Bye for now.